This episode is brought to you by DNA Sports Training. If you or someone you know wants to take their game to the next level, then hit up DNA Sports Training. Visit dnasportsdenver.com to book a training session. We offer specialized sports training from football to track and field and everything else in between. Whether you're an offensive or defensive lineman wanting to get off the ball quicker, or you're an athlete wanting to improve your overall speed and agility, we have something for you over at DNA. Visit dnasportsdenver.com right now and sign up. It's dnasportsdenver.com. Yo, 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 what's up, man? How you doing, coach? What up, brother? Feeling good. Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? Weather's changing. Weather is changing. Winter is coming. <laughs> hey, um, it was a little cold at that game last night, man. I was thinking, how the hell was I standing on the sideline with shorts last year during some of this shit? And oh, because we were coaching, so like it seems warmer. I don't know. It sounds weird, but it seems warmer when you're on the field coaching, moving around. Like it's true. You're because you're not staying. I don't stay still. I pace the sideline, and I know you kind of. Yeah. You got your your style, and you get amp, you get hype, and you know provide that energy. So. Um, I could definitely feel that. Um, it was funny because we're after that game last night. We're kind of standing there, and I think it was Scotty or somebody. Like you're like, dang, it's cold. No, no cold. Scotty, I'm hot, coach. And yeah, it was like, Scott. dude, you just got done playing. Asshole. Yeah, <laughs> of I course was, you're hot. I was freezing. Oh man, it was a great game. Uh, great game. Fun. Shout out to North. We got to go check them out last night. Some of our seniors that we coached. Uh, that we obviously didn't coach this year, but that we came up with for the last three years prior, and uh, to see them boys go out with a dub, um, it was great. It's, it's always good to send your seniors off with a dub, man. Yeah, and it was really cool to see those underclassmen really perform, you know, the way they performed for their older brothers. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what you want to see from your high school program is is building that that relationship and and sending off the seniors in the right way like you said so that's that's like that's always my point during senior week man is like hey let's come out here do our best and let's send our seniors out with a dove like that's a lot of times the seniors don't control that you know because there's only a handful of seniors and there's there's everyone else so um it was it was nice to be able to see them boys get sent off the proper way uh shout out to to scotty drill yard on the uh the beautiful pick to, to yeah. seal the game. The two, game was getting had, a little. He had two picks in the game. You know, he was all over the place. Um, yeah, that last tackles, one, though. But that last one, yeah, he kind of dropped into his zone, read the quarterback perfectly, and just flowed to the ball, man. It was it was nice. It was textbooks. So well, was and that good. game was getting down there. Nywat was getting down to the red zone, and uh, he had an opportunity on the play before and, and just, just missed it, couldn't come down with it. Yeah. And you always wonder, like, Shoot, is that missed in, in interception? You always see it like where someone drops an interception, the next play it's a touchdown, or the next play it's a first down, or well, for whatever reason the drive continues, right? And so it was just kind of wondering, like to myself, like shit, is this going to bite them? Is this going to bite them in the ass? And then very next play, Scotty gets up there, same, almost looked like the same play, gets up there, makes the pick, and, and seals the game, dude. Yeah, you know, it was beautiful, and, and shout out to him. And I feel bad because, you know, any player that I coach, I push and I push and I push. Even when they do great, right, we push them to do better. And so he comes up, and we're talking about the picks, you know, and I congratulate him real quickly, and then I say, yeah, but you should have scored on the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, coach, I know, I got you. You know, so, you know, he likes it. It's that it's that competitive edge. It's always striving, chasing perfection, falling to greatness. You know what I mean? So, Shout out to him and the rest of the team. Um, but, yeah, it was a cold one, man. And and you know what we should have had that we didn't have is a nice DNA beanie because it is beanie season. So go out and get your beanies. If you're enjoying football these last getting into the, you know, cold months and to the playoff months and yeah. whether you're in youth, high school, or you're on a college sideline, you know, and you're a fan, stay warm with the DNA beanie. Yep, dnasportsdenver.com. Make sure you check out the merch. Check uh, check out the podcast if you haven't uh, caught up with us. Make sure you catch up with us and go and go peep out what we have. Sixteen episodes on there so far. A um, lot of movement, man. 
Love seeing the movement. Love seeing you guys participate. Make sure you hit up dnasportsdenver.com forward slash askdna if you want to jump on the program or, you know, want to get your voice heard or get your question out there. Um, we're definitely always taking them and always looking to answer them. Yeah, and continue to show the love and spread the love, man, because what we want to do with this platform is we want to elevate it so that way we can elevate others. It's not about DNA itself. It's about the community, the kids in the community that are doing these great things at these football games. We want to, you know, bring awareness to certain situations, but we also want to raise you know your knowledge of these local athletes and and kind of build them a little bit of notoriety before they proceed well, in there. And I think careers. that's the great thing about taking advantage of of uh, technology, right? Like um, we all have certain technologies available to us now that um, we don't have to just be local. We don't just have to be, For sure. you know, in this area or this certain you know proximity. You know, we can we can get out there and and, and bring some spotlight to the to people or to businesses or to uh the company you know outside of just the metro area outside of just colorado or outside of just the united states even you know looking at where we get listens from and views from it's kind of cool um knowing that we can put you know a light onto certain topics or certain situations um so i i appreciate it every day we get a chance to do this man every opportunity we get a chance to uh to, to link up on the microphones and yep. and chat it up, man. This is what we love doing. Um, you know, we missed last week. We had Halloween last week and moving, and I was moving and whatnot. So it was a little uh, little time for for a break. But like I said, any opportunity we get the chance to come together and do this thing, man, it's definitely something I love doing. And I appreciate doing and appreciate my partner in crime over here. For sure, for sure. Likewise, man. So uh, a lot of stuff been going on, as I said. Uh, World Series is in full swing. Astros and Phillies. Astros up three two now, um, off of a couple of uh, strong outings. Um, yeah, looked like the Phillies were finna run away with it, man. They took a they took a commanding two one lead off of five home runs and shut out the Astros. And everyone was like, "Oh God, here comes the Phillies!" And then the very next game, Astros no hit the Phillies and then yeah. come back with a three two win in Game Five to take a a three to two uh, lead right now. So going back to Houston, um, we finished up our Wheat Ridge. Uh, Viking second grade uh yeah man you know season. you know before i get into that a little bit just to speak about the world series a little bit that's the great thing about sports right is you think one thing and then the other happens and in in these series like you never know what can happen so right now i'm sure all the houston fans are anticipating that they're going to go back home and they're going to seal the deal. Finish you know what up. i mean and who knows don't sleep on the phillies the phillies might go in and spoil that idea you know, from the very jump, and and we could be tied three three after this. Looking to, you know, dude, see I hope so. Who's gonna <laughs> finish it out at the end? And and you know, either way, I love seeing sports at its its pinnacle. You know yep. what I mean? And that's exactly what they're they're doing right now. And that's what it should be in the World Series or in the Super Bowl or in the NBA Finals. Like best it baseball. should be the best yep. of the best. And that's what we're getting right now. So there's this saying in baseball that says. Um, your momentum is only as good as your next starting pitcher. Yeah. And and it truly was, yeah. you know, when it comes to the momentum that the Phillies had going up 2-1 off of five home runs. I think it was a World Series record, five home runs in a game. And uh, the very next game, um, starting pitcher for, for Houston was on. The uh, bullpen was on. And they actually no-hit. They did a, com a combined no-hitter against the Phillies. And then uh, Verlander on game five got his first his first win in the World Series in eight tries. So yeah. um, that that – that saying really holds weight in this situation where yeah you're only as good you're only your momentum's only as good as the next starting pitcher so let's see what happens i hope it goes seven because if it goes seven i mean who doesn't want a game seven yeah for sure um i'm looking forward to it yeah but we finished up wheat ridge season man i'm super proud of these kids bro i've said it before i'll say it again um kids are resilient you know, kids will surprise you. They'll surprise themselves. And there's nothing better than seeing a kid's happiness on his face when he surprises himself with what he can do. Absolutely. When you, when you show a kid his true ability and he brings it out and he realizes he's capable of doing that, that's the real fun part about coaching. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then once you reach that point, now you're chasing it. You know, now you're in the hunt. Now you're trying to continuously get better and see what else you can do that you didn't think you could do before. So, you know, it was it was a phenomenal season. 
We had great parents, you know, great supporting staff with our team moms, all the coaches. You guys are just amazing. Made it very easy for me as a head coach to, you know, kind of facilitate what we had to go on. Um, but and I couldn't be any happier, man, with the with the results. You know, I know we didn't finish out the tournament like we wanted to, but we lost to a great Arvada team. Yep. You know, shouts out to Coach Molina and his team. They're a very good football team. They fly around the ball. Um, you know, they rally to tackle, and we lost two tough games to them. Yep. It's not like they blew us out. You know what I mean? We just – they were the better teams both games that we played them in the regular season and in the postseason, and yep. they deserve to, to be better than us on those days. So good for them, but I'm still – proud of my boys and the way we finished um you know and, and and i'm excited for the future you've said it bro like uh it's it's awesome to be able to expose to a young child a young athlete like yo this is what you're capable of like it, like it, it it's it's that that look of discovery when they figure it out and uh that's that's why we do this here for and you know it's only second grade but the confidence you can build going forward is just it's tremendous bro and so super excited for them um super excited for their their football careers going forward it's definitely was a joy coaching them this year yeah i think you hit the nail on the head with the support we got from from the parents and the team moms and um you know it it, it always makes a coach's job easier when they get that proper support behind them and they get that that, that team mom support that, that comes through and you don't have to worry about a lot of the other, you know, stuff that goes on. You don't have to necessarily um, do all the wrangling of the kids and, and, and rounding them up. You know, them team moms do a great job of doing that stuff and making sure we're on point with what we need. So it, it definitely is uh, something that we appreciate as coaches and appreciate as, as, you know, parents as well. I know I didn't have a kid on this team, but, you know, a lot of these kids are my kids anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and, and and you truly do take that approach as a coach, you know, once you build these relationships with kids and you, and it becomes somewhat of a, a parent role, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, you can't ever change that, like, forever embedded in, in your heart, whether they're second graders or high schoolers, you know, you, you forever will be invested in their success in a way and i think in a way i think that's the way you have to approach it too like i think in a way you have to look at it as as being a father figure um you're not trying to be their dad so to speak but i think um if you approach it with that same kind of care that you approach being a father you definitely will will not lead these kids astray and you'll actually provide some some really good guidance for them and uh you know, I think that's the way we have to approach it, bro, because if we approach it any other way, I don't think we're doing a service to these kids or to these uh, these parents that that trust us with their kids. So um, shout out. Shout out Wheat Ridge. Um, it was a great season. Um, I know there was some controversy within the league with with yeah. our with our with our our our, our uh, Wheat Ridge Vikings, you know, but just to be able to have these kids get out there, play football. um, grow in the game that they love um it, it's it's tremendous man i think athletics are so important to kids in terms of providing structure discipline and understanding of how to work together so um just being able to get out there and do that i know we want to go try to get check out some games today i, like, I got a little cousin playing for broomfield um uh, that i'm gonna go try to check out i know a uh, ronde and, and q and them are over at broomfield this morning playing yeah, they play the seventh grade wheat ridge vikings and you know q you're my boy ronde you know what's up i love y'all but <laughs> hey that seventh grade Wheat Ridge Vikings team, man, they're hungry. They're coming for it. You know, you, you guys, it's going to be a good game, I'm sure. But you're just, you know, in the way of, of their goal. And, and I think they're going to come out there and, and, and be hungry for it as well as I think you guys will be too. So it should be a good game. But, you know, uh, I got to I gotta be on that Viking <laughs> sideline when when uh, they all said and done. I good think- luck to you. I think it came down yesterday and it, and it reinforced it that there's that purple and gold still just trickling and running through these veins. So I know, you know, I graduated from North, man, so it's it's a little bit different. Um, but I think you've been there long enough and have enough ties to the school now, too. Yeah, man, it's like so the type of person I am, right? And I was thinking I've been thinking about this a lot lately. It's just like, you know, like when you invest in something that's not only the school, right, but the youth organization around the school and you try to build all these relationships to see the 
school be successful in a certain aspect in which is football and and when you start to see it kind of dwindle away and you've had a part in it dwindling away yourself so to speak you know you start to feel a little bit guilty and a little bit of regret a little bit you know and and I just want to make sure that wherever I am, wherever I'm coaching, I'm giving the opportunity to kids to yeah. to play football. You know what I mean? And and I got to make sure that when one door opens, another one closes, I still have to make sure that door that's closing has the ability to play football. You know what I mean? And yeah. the community around it. So I, I, I'm invested. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um Shout NBA. out. Go ahead. Go no, I'm sorry. Out. I was just going to say shout out. You know, shout out, obviously, the Vikings. We were Vikings. Shout out North. And I was, was going to move it along a little bit because, you know, yep. we also got the NBA going full full go. Nuggets. Nuggets are the Nuggets are looking all right. Uh, Jokic just broke uh, about Chamberlain's uh, triple-double record, though. So, most triple-doubles by a center. He's got uh, 70, I think it's 78 or 79 now. So Yeah, I mean, um, it's early. The NBA season's long. You know what I mean? It's a long but, haul for sure. But you see where we're sitting right now. We're, we're sitting at sixth in the Western Conference. And, and you know, we're not far behind first. You know, the no, Trailblazers are, are six and two. We're a game back at five and three. So, I think the surprises, bro, are like Golden State. Minnesota, Los Angeles. Minnesota made some moves this year, and I have a feeling when they figure it out, they're going to be pretty good. But they made some moves this offseason that that basically said, hey, we're going all in. We're going to do this. And they're sitting on the outside looking in. Golden State's sitting on the outside looking in. The Lakers are sitting. Unfortunately, we get the Lakers their first win. But they're sitting on the outside looking in. So um, you got to wonder if some of these teams like the Pelicans, um, you know, are they the Spurs, are they going to stay up there in in playoff contention or are they going to slide back and kind of fall back to where people expected them? But I think that's the great thing about, about sports is the unknown. Sometimes you get teams that creep up from nowhere and all of a sudden like they're they're a contender they're look at the phoenix suns from a couple years ago you know yeah and then you see the teams that you expect to be good being good as well you know like in the eastern conference with the bucks you know the bucks everybody knows that you know they're a great team they're built to win they're to have some powerhouse players and bro the more i learn about Giannis and (laughs) and his story bro dude that man that dude's a dude, bro. That's yeah. like one of my favorite basketball players right now. Just Me too. Based off of his story, dude, where he come from. He comes from humble beginnings. And, yeah. you know, wasn't a lot expected out of him when he got drafted by Milwaukee. And here he is, probably the best player in the league, for arguably. Sure. You for know, sure. and, and he has been for a few years now. So um, definitely love seeing stories like that. Or Avalanche, they're, they're kind of playing it slow back. They're out in Finland right now playing in a two-game series. They won the first one and they play again today. Um, it's kind of cool because Miko Rantanen, he's he's fin he's from Finland, yeah, and he got himself a hat trick. So that's dope. I love when the the hometown kid comes back home and does dirt. You know what I mean? That's that's always cool. So the Avalanche have two main guys that are they're from Finland, but they also have a, a goalie that's in their system that plays for their minor league hockey team, and he's a uh, he's from Finland as well, but he hasn't been playing up with the team this year. He was He's on the Stanley Cup team because he, he was a backup when, when uh, Camper got hurt last year, but the, uh, the crazy thing is, bro, is that the Avalanche said, you know what, you're from Finland, we're going to bring you with us out there. And they yeah. brought him with them, so it's kind of cool. Little, you know, little love from the team and what they did there. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. It was like watching uh, Jalen Hurts play the Texans the other night. You yeah, know what I mean, he went back home and he did his thing, man. Philly's rocking. That looked like it was going to get a little closer than it should have been, and then yeah. they pulled away at the end. Yeah, you watching any college football today? I will be probably a little bit, but you know, it's it's DJ's birthday weekend, so you know, whatever he wants Shout to out do, DJ, whatever he wants to do, we're gonna do. What you think of Tennessee um, or Georgia? It's in Georgia. I'll probably rock with Georgia. I'm going Tennessee, bro. I'm going. Hey. I'm going to Vols, man. They look. They, they look, look good. good. That, they that, do look uh, good. But that hooker kid, he's dope. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go with the home team on that one, though, man. I, you know, I'm an Ohio Ohio State fan, <sighs> but uh, Buckeyes look I, good too, though. Yeah, you know, but Georgia, they 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 have a program, bro. They've had yeah. a program for years, and you know, it's it's hard to. Uh, kind of dethrone 
dedication to and a commitment to excellence and they've kind of shown that for for the past several years you know what i mean like they kind of remind me of clemson a little bit yeah from a few years ago because clemson was on that cusp on that cusp on that cusp and then finally they broke through and were there for a little while and so it kind of seems like georgia's going to be the same thing they were on the cusp for a number of years yeah. just missing out and it looks like now they've actually figured it out and they've got everything in place to kind of keep taking them steps and they've built a great program look at all the guys that's into the league last year guys that are in the league right now making impacts um it's pretty wild speaking of the league though we had a trade deadline just passed and it, it reminded me of like a baseball or nba trade deadline bro like yeah te- teams were making moves you know you had uh well you know and some teams didn't surprisingly as well yeah yeah the texans were, were expected to be big sellers and they didn't they didn't really sell yeah. the packers didn't help aaron Rodgers out at all didn't go get no one like i i anticipated the raiders to move a couple defenders to get some draft picks but we're we're sitting where we're at um kind of understandably i guess when your record is what it is you know yeah. what i mean but but well you man, don't want to just trade somebody if you're not going to get what you what you think is value for them either too you know like i think you i think people sometimes get in get into this like mindset of being a seller and what's the point of selling off your players if you're not getting proper value for them yeah so i think no moves sometimes is a good moves um I feel like the Dolphins and Vikings went all in. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Brad, that Bradley Chubb pickup is big for the Dolphins, I think. I think they already have a great defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And adding a piece like Bradley Chubb is 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 big. You know, I know Denver fans feel they haven't got necessarily their money's worth really out of Chubb or he kind of didn't live up to the expectations or whatever the case may be. But sometimes, you know, when a player goes to a new place and, and gets that, you know, we were kind of talking about it with the transfer portal the other yeah. day, gets that refreshing sense of I can do this again. You know what I mean? Like it might be the spark that he needed for his career, especially for sure. going to a winning team that's that's going to be, you know, arguably a competitor this year everybody yep. you know is excited about what the dolphins are doing they've had their ups and downs but i think the the consensus is is they are a competitor in the league this year yep. so you know i think uh, that's a great move um you know chubb had to live up to some hot lofty expectations because he went fifth here he went ahead of josh allen he went ahead of lamar jackson he went yep. ahead of even josh rosen who, who kind of fizzled out but I think a lot of people, especially on the radio here, a lot of people were pissed that the Broncos didn't choose a quarterback right there. Everyone, you know, now says, "Oh, they should have took Josh Allen." But you know, hindsight's only twenty twenty, bro. And back back when when the draft was going down in eighteen, like there was a lot of question marks on Josh Allen's accuracy on the on the off, on the team that he played for in college in terms of Wyoming and the competition he played against. So like, it, it, nothing that was there was a, a shirt lock. It's easy to go back now and say, "Oh, they should have took Allen instead." of Chubb and they screwed that up but Bradley Chubb was the best pass rusher in that draft yeah and no one expected him to fall to number five so you know there's a lot to be said about that there's also a lot to be said about when expectations are are heavy on you how do you react now Chubb going to the Dolphins he just got paid they just they they, literally the next day they inked him to like a five-year extension yeah like you know, about $20 million a year. So now he's got lofty expectations on him again. Yeah. Let's see how he reacts. He looks healthy. He's been playing well this year, five and a half sacks. I think uh, I think the, the Dolphins got a steal, to be yeah. honest with you. Well, you know, I was just getting ready to talk about the, the other end of that trade, and I think it is a steal for sure. And I think the Dolphins, you know, they kind of – took all those draft picks they got from the Trey Lance situation and they moved them. Yep. You know, they were very busy moving those deals. But they were you kind of wash your hands with those picks. They weren't their picks anyway. They yep. kind of gained those picks from San Fran. So they they made those picks worth it, you know, by yep. getting these guys. But you got Denver on the other hand. They get Chase Edmonds, right? Which is a good pickup for them. It is a good pickup for them because they got the power back in Latavius Murray now. And they got Chase Edmonds who can, you know, be a little finesse out of the backfield yep. and also give you that downhill running if you need it you know so i think chase edmonds will be a good addition to denver's backfield i think they have a lot of other things they gotta kind of get right but right. you know i don't think they're necessarily a big loser in this deal well, no, either. they get a first round pick you know what too I mean? yeah, they, which they, they didn't have i think it was a pretty fair trade honestly like i think denver was kind of you know, at the end of the roads with Chubb, and yeah. and they got the value that they feel that they needed for him, and Chubb 
is obviously in a better situation. Well, and if you weren't going to resign Chubb, yeah, you're like, going to lose him. You got to you got to you got to move him, right? Like, and, and no one expected him to get a first round pick out of it. I think everyone's going to be rooting. And Denver's going to be rooting against San Francisco 49ers right now, so that pick can be as high as it can be. Yeah, but it's good to get you. You know, you shipped off your picks to get Russell Wilson, and now you got a pick back. Um, I think it was a big. I think it's one of those trades that when you look at it at the end of it, it's going to be a win win for both teams. Yeah, and then they went and picked up the Broncos to re- not replace him necessarily, but add some depth to their D line group. They went and got Jake Martin from from the Jets. You know what I mean? Hometown so, kid. Yeah, so they're 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 trying to you know still yeah. make sure that they got some depth in that room. Um, so you know pieces are moving. Man, there's a lot of trades that. How went about down, Chase dude. Claypool to the Bears? I, I dude. love it. I that's, love it. I love his, it for Justin Fields. Yeah, I love it for Chase Claypool. Um, and I know you're a big Justin Fields, yeah, Justin Fields fan, a, dude. So that gives him somebody that he can stretch the me. field with. You know, Darnell Mooney is is he's decent, yeah. but it's just Darnell Mooney. There's no one else that you think of on their receiver core, and this gives him someone else to take some of that pressure off, and they can stretch that field a little bit. Yeah, you know the thing. The thing that's confusing about the Bears, though, right, is like. They're in this rebuilding, right. and, and Chase is young, and they're pairing him with Justin Fields. Yeah, but they're tearing apart that defense with some pretty good yeah, players, man. I like can't believe they said trading Roquan. away Rokon yep. Smith, you know, to the Ravens. That makes the Ravens instantly better on defense. He's a dog. Um, they traded away Robert Quinn. Too. Traded away Robert Quinn. Like you know, I mean, I understand Robert Quinn's older. Roquan's kind of older. I still think he's a young player. He still has a lot of football left in him. You know what I mean? Um, well, they're going to have to pay him, too. You know, yeah. and I, I think that was part of the apprehension reason why they, they kind of did away with him. You know, I, I'm I, just confused. Aren't they in the, I want to win this year, or I'm ready to rebuild this year? Because, like, offensively, it looks like they're trying to add weapons, but defensively, it looks like they're throwing in the towel. Complete opposite. It's, it's weird because even though the Bears season hasn't gone as it, you know, they kind of had hoped. They're three and five. They're only one game out of yeah, out of out of the playoffs. It. Like it's wild to see that the only teams really out of it are the Detroit Lions and maybe the Carolina Panthers in the NFC. Yeah. But the thing with the Panthers is, is that division sucks. That division is bad. Yeah. And you know, they're only a couple of games out of first place in their division. So, you know, even though it doesn't look as if like the Bears are playing for anything this year. They still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. They still have an opportunity to leapfrog, you know, the Commanders, the Rams, the 49ers, Bucks, who are all playing horrible football right now. You know, they always say the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, right? Yeah. You know who got richer? Who's that? The Buffalo Bills. <sighs> Bro, the Naheem Hines trade is ridiculous for them, bro. Like yeah. another weapon. Again, it's a spark for his career, right? He's going to an instant contender. You're giving Josh Allen another very good weapon, yep. you know, coming out of the backfield. And man, Buffalo, bro. The Talk about all in. Each, yeah, for real. They're for me, they're my front runner favorite for for the AFC for sure. Yeah. Probably the whole Super Bowl. Um, but you know, everybody gets knocked off their high horse at some point. And football is any given Sunday. You know how that goes. Anybody can win. Anybody can lose. But they're putting everything in it. You um, know, the only team to beat Buffalo is right. Yeah. The yeah. Dolphins. Yeah, I remember that game. You know, I don't know if Tua remembers it, but <laughs> I remember that game. Hey, they 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 played an interesting stat on on the on the game the other day, and they were saying that the Dolphins are undefeated in games that Tua starts and finishes. So they lost that Cincinnati game that he started. That's the only game that he started that they lost. But every game that he, that he started and finished so far this year, the Dolphins have not lost. Hey man, good. and then you look at Waddle and you look at Hill last week. They they all had over three hundred oh, yards receiving. You know what? And we've talked about it in the beginning of the year, right? Yep. We said Tua, this is your year, bro. You have to do something. He's cashing and, in, bro. And he's he's doing what he yep, needs to do. Absolutely. So good for him. You know what is kind of a crazy but cool trade to see as well is is the Jags man picking up Calvin Ridley. Yeah. And it's bullshit that he's suspended right now. It bro. is bullshit, especially because next week you know who gets to come back. Yeah. But, um, well, and, and also, two weeks or whatever it is, I don't know. I think it's December fourth. This is going to be his first game. Yeah. But the thing that's that's most bullshit about that is if you watch the NFL now, there's MGM Sportsbook, there's uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, there's every single sportsbook that you can see advertising is advertising, bro. And I get it. Like you don't want the perception that we're 
that your players are throwing games or that. Let me find out Roger Goodell owns DraftKings. I bet there's some stake. In, <laughs> I bet some of these owners have some stake in some For of that sure. stuff. For sure. Like, come on, man. You know what it is? Is is they're mad because somebody else is trying to get their finger yep. in the sugar bowl. Well, and you know if you go to the if you go to the stadium and go watch a Bronco game, there's actually I believe there's little like little portals that you can go and place your your bets through MGM or through uh, FanDuel. I forget which one it is, but you can actually go and like pick some bets and pl- and place them. Like, you know, I get it. I get that you don't and, want your players gambling, but dude, that's bullshit that this dude got suspended the whole game, and yeah. yet you can go be a perv. And let's get this right. Like, let's be real. If a player was gambling against his team and throwing games, you're going to be blackballed from the league immediately. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be done with, bro. But if a player's gambling against his or gambling with his team to win yeah. and it's given him an extra competitive edge to play better then that's raising the competition level like i'm for it bro just as long as we're not trying to cheat the game let's fucking i mean who cares i just don't get how the uh, i just year. don't get how the nfl hands down discipline bro yeah I it's, really it's don't. like double standards right like, it's, it's you smoke some weed or you know you do you know, a little Josh bit of Gordon, this, bye. you're gone for the year, and you have to reinstate. You gamble, you're gone for the year, you, you have to reinstate. You tickled, you're good. Yeah, you slap the shit out of a woman, yeah, you'll be back in six games. You uh, you you perv out on massage therapists and become a complete predator. We'll see you in December, dog. We'll yeah. give you 200, 200 plus million, too, to, to be a quarterback. Like, it, it's sad, bro. It is. It, it really is. And but, but the Jags, man, hey, the Jags are building something, bro. And I think uh, Doug Peterson over there, He's a great coach, he is. and you know he's getting the, the most out of, week, out of out of Lawrence. He's getting the most out of Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. I picked I picked Jacksonville. It, listen, listen, it, we go there real quick. I picked Jacksonville to win. I picked Atlanta to win because both you know both teams, the the, the Chargers and the Raiders, they're crossing the country, and it's never good for we them teams. There, I get that, but we it's stood there and we can't lose again. I get that we can't lose. Again. I get that, but y'all gonna lose. <laughs> well, you picked them just from my pocket, man. You, know, you guys are gonna lose. You're right. They are. Jacksonville is building something. You know what I mean? It's gonna. Unfortunately, with building something, sometimes you take your lumps and your bruises. You guys are. They, t- yeah, they're gonna take that. This take week. it. You know what I mean? But shout out to somebody else who's building something real What's special. Up? Shout out to Christian Whitney and Black Sevens. Yo, if you need any graphic design work done, make sure you hit up Christian at BlackSevens.com. Christian is a native of North Denver and a beast at what he does. He's also a great dude. Visit BlackSevens.com right now to see his work, buy some merch, and see all that he has going on. He knocked the DNA logo out the park, and we're super excited to feature his work. We're great to have him as friends, uh, appreciative to have him as friends in our lives. So make sure to go visit BlackSevens.com right now for more. Um, Christian and my his wife and me and Vita are going to see Kevin Hart tomorrow, so it nice. should be a fun night. Heck you know, yeah. they uh, they reached out and invited us to go with them. So, you know, shout out to the Whitney's, shout out to Black Sevens. Go get you some merch if you need graphic design. Check them out, man. Great dude. Hey, and that's you know you want proof, man. Go go visit BlackSevens dot com. Go visit DNA Sports Denver dot yeah. com. Um, Dude is just It's just a great dude Great at what he does So make sure you show him some love Make sure you go follow him um, Follow us too Make yep. sure you hit up all the socials um, You know uh, I like to say all the news Over the last week Has been great news And good news And there's been some really good things um, Unfortunately we still it's, it's like It's like freaking Groundhog Day With this situation right here With this specific topic Um you know, and I'll let you introduce it, Coach, because this is it's the kind of the topic you wanted to touch on. But I'm just I'm just saddened to continue to see this type of situation continue to pop up, continue to come up, and uh, just just seeing young folks that uh, that shouldn't be going going. Yeah, man. Um, first and foremost, we want to say R.I.P. to take off. You know, um, it's sad to see a young man. Um, young woman, whatever the case, lose their life too early, and you know. I just want to say my condolences out to him, his family, all the lives and and the people that he's touched with his music. You know, everybody that's invested in him and and hurting from this situation, my condolences are out to you. Um and, and you know, I pray for the best for the family. I will say though, you know, as as we start to grow and be successful and we come from certain communities and it's hard to part ways with certain communities and do things, man. We got to really, really realize that sometimes when we make it out, we're that 
last chance of hope in some cases for our community. So we got to make sure that we put ourselves in right situations and, and, you know, we're not putting ourselves in situations that can go left and, and cause us to, you know, lose our lives to where we can't continue to help out the people that we want to help out because we know what they're going through. Yeah. You know, um, it's sad, bro. Too many young folks out here dying. Yeah, man, and 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 I just don't get it. Like we're we're killing each other left and right, man. And 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 instead of coming together to try to make things right for the future, we're we're tearing it down essentially, and just you know, and and doing exactly what is expected of us to do. And and it's it's sad. It, it's it's. I feel bad for the young man's family, bro. Man. Like. You know, over over dice, over well, a basketball argument, or over whatever it was. And, and, and I know there's some questions too because I was reading that they're not even sure that he was the target. Like yeah. that, that, that there's there's some there's some thought that he may have been just been a stray bullet, and yeah. you know he catches it. And uh, I don't know that these young people understand that. I I love I love guns. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, I'm you know I own I own my own, and I like to go shooting and. Um, work on stuff like that and the one thing that you're always taught man is when when you shoot a gun like that bullet doesn't have any kind of rewind button on it there's no uh there's no control in that bullet once it leaves that 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 gun and uh i don't think these i don't know i don't know if these young people don't understand or if it's just just stupidity obviously but like Man, that bullet don't have any name on it. Once it leaves that gun, anything can happen. And I can, and I know you know a bunch of people in, in from yeah. the hood and shit that died. And I can think of friends that passed away because you know they got hit with a stray. And uh, it's just, it's just very unfortunate, man. You see this young man who's doing, doing things. I've, I've never like listened to a lot of the Migos. You know, I respect their hustle. I respect their grind. They make music um, that that's really popular and a lot of people like. Um, I liken it to when like Tupac passed away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I love Tupac's music and I love Tupac at the time. And when he passed away, it was definitely like ripping it out my heart. And, you know, there's a generation of folks that grew up on the Migos, generation of folks that love Quavo, love Takeoff, love Offset, you know, and um, to have, you know, you lose your you lose your artist, man. It's, it's, it reminds me of Nipsey Hussle all over again, Young Dolph. I mean, you go down the list, bro, over the last like two to three years of the number of hip hop uh artists who have been murdered um it's it's just really sad bro and we've got to do better as a community man like yeah. as a hip-hop community as just a, a a community in general you know we've got to be better and we've got to educate better bro i really don't know what the answer is you know and, and you got to realize man like there's people that love you and then there's people that truly hate you yeah you know what i mean and Again, when you reach a certain level of success, there's going to be people out there with envy. Yeah, want to see your downfall. And, and they want to see your downfall. And if they can take an opportunity to to get you in trouble or take you out or it's you or them, yeah, they're going to choose their selves every time. And you got to realize that sometimes that, you know, once you reach this certain level of success, as bad as it may sound and as much as you don't want to do it, but you have to cut some ties. Yep. You got to put yourself in certain situations. We talked about it with the, you know, the Brittany Griner situation. Yep. You know, um, I also want to bring up the Sue Surf situation where yep. he's getting federally indicted on Rico charges. You know, one of my favorite battle rappers, one of my favorite rappers, period. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I understand we all come from a certain demographic and, and a certain street element, right? Yeah. But at a certain point in your life, you got to realize that you you are that beacon of light that's going to help out the rest of us. And you got to make sure that you cut certain ties or put yourself in certain positions in order to not be a target or not be a part of something that's going to bring you down. And to the OGs out there... If we really want to see better for our communities and we want to see better for the people within our communities, when we have a certain individual who makes a certain amount of success, let's not bring him down with us. Let's not, yeah. you know, let's try to get him and influence him to stay that course and stay, to the finish line. stay away from it. Push him away from what yep. he's attracted to yep. and what he's good at and push him towards what he's good at. You know what I mean? Like instead of, you know, saying, yeah, you're, you're dope at football or you're, you're a great rapper. I'm going to put you under my wings only to use you until I need to, 
yep. tell on you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, we got to be uplifting our kids. We got to be uplifting our community instead of tearing it down. And when you make it to a certain success, cut ties. Who got, cares what anybody got to cut about the rope? You? Cut that rope and continue to be successful. So that way you can continue to be the support that the community needs. If it's really about the community, you got to do things like that. It sounds horrible and it sounds super selfish, bro, but no one is looking out for you. Like you look out for you. Nope. Like you got to be able to look out for yourself and you got to be able to, um, self scout, self analyze and understand certain situations aren't the right situation for you. Maybe certain people you need to cut out your life. I tell the story a lot on the podcast about my homie Dion, uh, regional he was a regional uh, tour manager for strange and when we used to do music and we used to open up for them guys he used to always just lay game you know to us and talk to us about things and it was one of the things he used to always talk about was like yo sometimes you got to cut the rope and if you got people pulling you down and or weighing you down you know you got to cut that rope so you can fly yeah man and you know before this all came down you know and we are we who we are and we're a product of our environment and sometimes it's hard it's easily said yeah than done you know what i mean but you know right before this kind of happened sue surf had you know had went on a twitter spaces and kind of speaking about it and talking to the battle rap community and and essentially saying like you know learn from what he's going through you yeah. know what i mean like he's not saying he's not acknowledging any guilt you know, he's not denying any of the situation. He's just saying, learn from it. Yeah. Learn from the fact that I'm involved in a situation with a bunch of people who I grew up with and I thought were friends, some considered family. You know what I mean? But when it came down to it, the friend and the family went out the window. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and he should have focused more time on, on himself and the success that he got instead of, you know, Again, not cutting those ties and being involved in the people who he thought really had his back, you know. So, well, in a situation like his, too, bro, like, um, you know, what do the feds like to get? They like to catch big fish, right? And, yeah. like, what bigger fish is it? Someone with a name, you know? So, I, that's why when they caught 6 9 it was such a big deal because he yeah. had a big name, big following. Like, you can make an example out of him. You know, it's no different than what Rush is doing with Brittany Griner. It's no different than you see with, like, some of these celebrities that catch cases. You know, you make an example out the big name, and maybe it discourages other people from doing what they were doing. And, you know, it's unfortunate that your name sometimes will get you in trouble because they you know, like, Oh yeah, well, you know, so-and-so's involved too. And there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so Sue Surf, you know, he's, he's allegedly, um, they're saying that he was involved in a shooting in in March of 2017. And he was also involved in a, in a big drug deal in April of 2018. And that's what they're tying him into this whole situation with, um, you know, and again, it's about the environment you put yourself in and, and yeah. who you hang out with. So young kids out there, if you're watching this, you know, I understand we have friends. I understand we have family and I understand there's that honeymoon phase of oh, I'm hanging out with this certain group of people and we're partying. We're having chicks around. We got money. We got everything. We don't have to ask for nothing. Yep. That's a honeymoon phase. That's going to phase out. It's going to end. And you're going to put yourself in a situation that you can't bring yourself out of, mm. whether it's death or prison. And you got to realize that quick and cut those ties and invest in yourself and in your future and realize that the people who are telling you not not to do those things are really the people who care about you, not the people that are bringing you in. Yep. Facts. Facts. Hey, well said coach. I appreciate that. Um, before we move on, just once again, you know, best of luck to Sue surfing with the situation he's going on and then RIP takeoff and condolences to young man's family. Yes, sir. Um, just thankful to be able to, to have this platform to kind of share these kind of thoughts. You know what I mean? Because I know we have a lot of young folks around us that are very impressionable. And, uh, you know, if we can shed light on situations that kind of help deter maybe a path they're willing to take or that they're thinking about taking, um, that's what we're here for. And that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, our coaching doesn't stop on the field. Um, our coaching continues on in life, bro. And that's that's the way I look at the coaches that I've had in my life where they've impacted my life even beyond the football field and outside of the lines so um, that's what we're here to do and that's what we're trying to do with this podcast and, and with everything we do with dna sports denver so uh shout out to that um before we get out of here coach we got 
little kind of a, I did a little special thing with our player spotlight, and I see you also did a special thing with our player spotlight. I did. Um, I was kind of going the high school playoff approach with it, and okay. also the last week with three A. You know, we're close to the three A uh, division because we used to coach in the three A division, mm-hmm. um, but we also have friends in high places. We have friends in you know five A and four A and stuff. So. Um, those playoffs are about to start uh, or have started this week. Um, I know we uh, coach Tiff, our boy Tiff is out there at Bear Creek, and unfortunately they took an L last night to uh, to a good, a really good Windsor team. Yeah, um, super proud though of, of that Bear Creek team. I got a little cousin on the team, and then like I said, we have Tiff on our homie Tiff on the team, and so I just want to give them a shout out for what they did this year in their season and making it to the five A playoffs and. Um, really having a re- very respectable season, um, something to build on hopefully for the future. I know they got some players coming back. I think the toughest part's always losing your seniors. So um, I want to give a shout out to them before we go on. And then also just real quickly, bro, like who do you got winning the whole thing in five A four A? Um, so in five A, man, it's tough, right? Because everybody wants to pick the the Cherry Creek, right? Yeah. But there's two schools, bro, in particular that that I really think have a shot. And one, maybe a little bit of bias because I coached a kid there who I'm really rooting for, and I want to see him be successful. Um, that would be Regis. Okay. You know, I think Regis can. Uh, I'm hoping for Regis to pull some upsets. I know they got Fossil Ridge coming up this week. They had the first round bye, obviously, because of the success they've had this year. Um, Fossil Ridge coming up, and they're in a in their quadrant of the bracket. They got Valor Christian and Legend playing as well. So, you know, if they do beat Fossil Ridge, they'll play the winner of Valor Christian or Legend, which will be a tough game either yeah, way. Yeah. You know, um, so I'm rooting for them. But another team, bro, that's good, great coaching. Um, shout out to Coach Corey. You know what I mean? Grandview. Yeah. You know what I mean? Grandview, I think <clears throat> they're a good football team, bro. And, and they got some dogs. They got a lot of athletes out there. And, and and they can surprise a lot of teams, you know. But, of course, Cherry Creek is a powerhouse well, football team. You mentioned Grandview and you mentioned Cherry Creek just now in the same breath. Grandview just gave Cherry Creek their first loss in yep. Colorado in a number of years. Like yes, Cherry Creek hasn't lost to a Colorado team for a while, and Grandview yep. put it on them the last game of the season. So um, that's not a bad pick. And uh, not to mention, uh, again, I mentioned Coach Corey. He's a former Cherry Creek coach. That's got to feel good. You know what I mean? So to go back <laughs> and beat, you know, your old team, but also he still coaches a lot of those boys. You know, I know he does a lot of things off offseason. Um, to know what they're going to do, a little bit kind of yeah. defensively is going to benefit them, you know, but again, they got a long road ahead to see, to run into Cherry Creek, but it, it would be exciting to see those two uh, kind of battle out before the championship round. I think it's going to be hard to knock Cherry Creek off the 5A. Um, the game they play this week against Fountain Fort Carson should be a good game. Fountain Fort Carson has over the years had a solid program, and it seems like this year they've really put it together to kind of um, take that next step. So it would be interesting to see that game. That's going to be a really good one. I do like the the, the Regis-Fossil Ridge matchup. That's going to be another good one. And uh, But I think Regis will pull that one off. And the other one I'm looking at, bro, is Ralston Valley versus Chaffield. Chaffield's yeah. a 4A defending state champion. They moved yeah. up in league this year. Um, and they got a surprise win over Fairview, yeah. uh, which I don't think a lot of people had them win in that game. Um, so I, I, t- I still think Creek is going to win 5A. But I don't think it's going to be as easy as maybe it has been in the last couple years. I think they're going to find some challenges, and I do think they're going to meet Grandview in that semifinal and uh, really have a struggle with that one. But, you know, whoever wins, wins on that at that point. Once you get to that point of the, of the playoffs, anything can happen. And that's the great thing about um, – you know, not playing a series, but just playing a one and done kind of situation. Yeah, anything can happen in, in football, and it, it's it's you know any given Sunday. Yeah, and you know we mentioned Windsor earlier. Just beat Bear Creek, and uh, they actually will be in four A. Four A, yeah. 4A, I misspoke earlier. Um, but you know they're they're bouncing around. Uh, now they're going to be playing the number two Broomfield team. Broomfield's good. Yeah, bro. That should be, you know, that's a, that's going to be another tough challenge for them. Um, Broomfield, again, coming off a really good year this year. So, you know, it's going to be a battle, an uphill battle. Um, Broomfield's got a, a, a nice little quarterback, too. I forget the kid's name. I feel I should go look it up, but I don't want to take too much time on it. But they got a, they've got a really good quarterback over there at Broomfield who, uh, um, you know, 
we'll see what happens. But I, I honestly, uh, it's Cole, uh, Cole crew, um, yeah. solid, solid athlete. Um, he's led Broomfield so far to undefeated season. Um, Palmer Ridge is perennial yep. and they're perennially good. I was just getting ready to mention them as well. I don't know if they're going to make it all the way through. They always seem to, to run into a buzzsaw, you know, that no one expects, you know, Loveland's in there and Loveland's always, always solid. Well, um, even in their quadrant, right. They got fruit of monument, yeah. um, Vista Ridge, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, so got some good teams. The, what about South? How do you feel about I was this? just getting ready to talk about Yo. them too, bro. South, you know, co- shout out to Coach Marini. He's always doing his thing out there. Um, One point from being undefeated this season. Yeah, you know, I'm of course I'm going to be rooting for you know DPS? Denver South DPS yep. school. You know, we come from North, so we got to definitely hope the best for Denver South. And but I'm telling you right now, man. The game that they'll be looking forward to coming in is not going to be any walk in the park. You know, no. Um, the Erie and Air Academy play, you know, I anticipate Erie to take care of that one. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to be Erie and Denver South, you know. Blake Barnett's going to bring those Erie Tigers, and they're going to bring take them for everything they have, you know. But I think South will prevail. Yeah. I don't want to look too far ahead in that bracket, yeah. but I, I love the idea of a Ponderosa-Denver South rematch. Yeah. You know, Um like I said, I don't want to look too far ahead in that. Hey, but, but you know what, though? You got Pueblo West still in there. You got you do. Stanley Lake in there, who's actually been surprisingly pretty good. You know, they got a new yep. new thing going on there. So Golden just in the other side of the quadrant in 4A, Golden just had a really impressive, dominant win against Rampart, where you know, 28-0. You speak um, of Golden, and Golden's the only team to beat South this year. They are. And, so. and they beat them by a point. They are, man. It's there's a lot of excitement in football. You know, four A, five A, you know, three A even. I know we're still wrapping up the three A season, um, getting ready for the brackets, but three A had a great game the other night, bro, for the League Six title. That's why I was with gonna... George and Frederick. Bro, shout out to G dub. Yeah, big shout out G dub. Bro, shout out to G dub. You know, they've been building, we've been we've seen them building it, you know. Yeah. Kind of since the year that they, you know, they took the out to us where we, we beat them 52 to zero, you know, but they've been building, bro. They had and so many young kids on that team now did. that are seniors. They did. And Honeycutt. Yeah, you know what I mean, that dude is a man amongst boys. Shout bro. out Marcellus Honeycutt. He's Shout out to probably you. one of the best, best uh, all around athletes um, for sure. in 3A for sure. For sure. He's, he's, he's phenomenal i think he's you committed know, to eastern um, washington yeah i coached uh fred scott over there at g-dub caden reed at g-dub you know coach swift got those kids playing shout out coach high, swift at a high level bro and yeah. shout out to g-dub and you know again it's another school that you know i'm gonna be rooting for and i'll like to see where they can take it bro because you know, i love seeing these D- i love seeing these dps schools go out and play some of these country schools and like home country schools because they're the rule but like frederick mead yep. you know them schools have been dominant in 3a for a number of years yep. and to see gw go out there and handle their business against them schools um that game the other night was complete wide out snow everywhere freaking defensive stand on on fourth and short to to seal the deal for gw uh like we mentioned honeycut honeycut went off i believe he had like three touchdowns in that game um it was just a great overall win for not only george but for the dps and for the league um so shout out to them good luck this season we'll, we'll, we'll preview 3a a little bit more next week when we uh when we go through it but coach um you have a very very special player spotlight and uh this one definitely is special to me too so i just want to go ahead and let you uh you know take the take the baton and run with it yeah man so with player spotlight a lot this year we wanted to shout out an individual athlete who was being successful with within their position or within their team um, in this in the game of football, you know, and and this week I wanted to take a different approach because oftentimes, you know, football comes and it goes faster than we all want it to, you know, as a football coach and as football players that the, from day one to the last day is far too quick, yeah, you know, and you coach a lot of young kids and and you see them grow within your program and then you you want to send them off to greener pastures you know so for me this week's player spotlight definitely has to be a shout out to a group of kids that i've been coaching for a while um it's most of them since futures um 
and it's very tough, you know. But I want to give a shout out to the senior class at Denver North. You know, we got Frankie V Hill, we got Fernando Ayona, we got Vince Colbert, we got Michael Trizio, we got Francis Acunda, we got Hamadi, we got Hefty Guzman, we got Elliot Reyes, Jonathan Stone, Danny Lucero. Cortavius Norris, and last but not least, my nephew Jeremiah Martinez, man. Shout out to these young men. Again, I've been coaching them since seventh grade for the majority of the part. A few of them came on later. You know, I've been coaching Jeremiah since he was in third grade. And that's got you chills, know, bro. Just to <laughs> just to be a part of their career, be a part of their life is truly a blessing in mine. And I love each and every one of you so much, you know. Um, the amount of time we've spent together, the amount of time we spent away from each other has been, it has been impactful on my life. And I could tell you last night was the first night that I truly felt regret for not coaching this year. Yeah. And it's was hard, man. It was hard to see these guys out there having fun, playing the game for each other. And, you know, I was in the stands, I was rooting them all on, of course, you know, but to not be on the sideline with them was was truly regretful last night. And, and you know, I'm just thankful that I have you guys in my life. I'm thankful for the young men you are. You know, continue to be good young men in this community and in this world and continue to have goals and strive for the best because the ceiling is the limit for you guys. I'm proud of all of you. I love all of you. Mm. And my hat's off to you. And there's no better way to end this show but give a shout-out to you senior boys. So, Salute, man. Yo, shout out. I, I I'm I'm thankful. Um, I'll be able to coach Frankie this this spring in, yeah. in track, be able to work with uh Elliot a little bit in track, uh, maybe half day. Um But yeah, man, them kids right there, they're great kids. And some of them played their last down of football. Some of them had the the game taken from them a little sooner than they probably would have liked with injuries. And uh, you know, Danny, Jeremiah just know that that's not the final author that's not the final you know chapter on your book in this game you know there's very there's very uh very different ways to be involved in this game and to still give back and to still find the love and joy of this game um i appreciate all that list of, of fellas um seeing hamadi make some plays last night yeah, it was, was awesome you know seeing cortavius bro put it together and bro. and and play his senior year um Trizio working his ass off, Vince working his ass off. Um, you know, I'm, them guys were good kids, man. They are good kids, and and I salute them and I appreciate them for the opportunity I had to work with them for the three years that I did. And uh, shout out to Coach Esco and the staff over there for being able to uh, give these seniors a memorable one to go out on. So, um, yeah, for sure. And and the, another thing I'll say to you, young men, is is know who you are know the impact that you've created you know and i say that because your teammates last night man they were balling your underclassmen teammates were balling frankie was out there making plays that he probably shouldn't have made you know what i mean throwing left-hand touchdowns and he was doing it all because of you yeah and there's younger kids that look up to you i take my second grade team to the games at north and they're looking up to so many of you and so many of you have already made so many impacts in younger kids lives and older adults lives and you'll continue to make impacts in life just please 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 hear me when i say this continue to make it a positive one yeah yeah and that being said man we're gonna go ahead and Get ready to hop up out of here. Before we do, man, I know we give our shout-outs at the end of the show all the time. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to a brother of ours, a coaching brother of ours, uh, Coach A.J. Gallegos, uh, coaching that at, at that eighth-grade Viking team. Uh, their season, unfortunately, came to an end last year. But he has a new venture that he's coming off with. And you know how we are, bro. We love to support small business. We For love sure. to support our, our, our brothers and sisters that are getting out there and venturing in business. And he's got a really cool concept that he's launching he um, with, uh, with, with called cutthroat barbers and anglers and i'm a fisherman love fishing you like to get a nice fade and get cleaned up all all, all nice and pretty so shout out to coach aj gallegos and his new venture cutthroat barbers and anglers if you're on instagram make sure you go find find his shop give his page a follow show some love um i believe it's a co underscore cutthroat underscore barbers um aj shout out with what you doing bro um i like the concept i love the the logo and the branding is dope. Um, it is. 
So make sure you guys give him give him some love, show him some love. Um, he's definitely made a huge impact uh, on on kids in our community over the course of the last, you know, I don't know what it is, eight nine years that he's been coaching yeah. uh, in that Wheat Ridge organization and, and in in Powell and all that. Um, so it's definitely wanted to give a shout out to that guy for that and, and for his venture. Um, as usual, yeah. as usual, you <laughs> know. Get, I want to just say something about that too, Coach. Yeah. The cool thing about that for me, guys, and young kids hear this, is do something you love, yep. right? And he's combining two things that he loves in, in fishing and in cutting hair, and he's applying it to something that's going to, you know, be successful for him. And and shout out to him. And, and Coach, you know, you always got my support. So anything that you do, you know, I can't wait to, you know, buy some merch. Even though I'm not a fisherman, I will support, you yep. know what I mean, and, and, and get a fade. You know, even though that the schedule's crazy booked up, continue to stay <laughs> crazy booked up. That's what we love to see. Amen. Um, but shout out to you, Coach. Continue to do what you love. Continue to be a staple in the community and and, and big shouts out yo shout out arsenal custom apparel rebel promotions black sevens genesis catering shout out to our wheat ridge organization shout out to our boys at north high school the coaching staff hey I, we forgot to mention we saw hannah we saw odell we yesterday man it was great to see them boys coach zach we did. uh it was a reunion on the in the, in the stands over there so it was. um shout out to that senior class from north high school uh football team this year um man shout out to my partner yeah shout out to you and one special shout out before i leave Get it. it would be absolutely ridiculous of me to not say happy birthday to frankie dardano i love you kid you're a phenomenal athlete the sky's the limit continue mm. to push continue to be the good spirit and the good soul that you are and happy birthday to my son i love you so much dj you are everything that i expected and you're gonna be everything that i know you can be i'm super proud of you i love you and let's have a blast kid uh, on that note we're out of here till then that's when for my boy coach dom and coach out man nothing but love we appreciate y'all tuning in y'all have a good one dna baby <laughs>